Now streaming on Not the Podcast You Deserve. Welcome to episode 151 of Not the Podcast You Deserve. I'm one of your hosts, Kyle, along with supposedly handsome Drew and Drew with you and guest host Will Baker on with us tonight. Baker, say hello to Dale. Hello, Dale. Speaking of Dale. I saw you yesterday. Wow, there we go. Speaking of Dale, he reached out to us on Twitter and said, episode 150, after 17 years, Drew and I have found common ground. (laughs) <laughs> unbearable weight is number one he was referencing yes. our last episode where we talked about the best movies of 2022 and crawford was super wrong about how highly he rated the unbearable weight of massive talent um hey uh if you guys had to pick one person to be the next james bond who would it be me baker voted for himself strong vote love it hmm. norman reedus norman reedus i don't think he's british Who's Norman Reedus? It's the crossbow guy. Daryl from The Walking Dead. And uh, Boondock Saints. Boondock oh, Saints. And then yeah. he had that one show on AMC where he drove his motorcycle from The Walking Dead around America for a little bit. Yeah, he's too that old. Thing? Norman, Norman's Reedus's treatises or something like that. All right. I don't, know. I don't Florence think Pugh. <laughs> Florence Pugh. Florence um, Pugh. Crawford, he, any he, name. His name has been passed around on this before, but I'd be down for Idris Elba. Yeah, too old. Also, not the way you say his name, and he's probably too old. How about this? The rumor out there is that Aaron Taylor Johnson has met with producers about paying playing the next James Bond. Yeah. I'd be down for that. So yeah. in. him or a Taron Egerton, I think they Who's would do Aaron great. Taylor Plus, they're kind of young. Stop doing this. Oh my gosh, <laughs> <know> who he is? <laughs> Taron, having already done the Golden Circle Kingsman, I feel yeah. like that's just. You know, or is he like proven a, he can do it? You know, it, who knows? It's true, but you, you don't want your Sherlock Holmes as your also your Doctor Who. Oh, wait, Who. is Aaron Taylor Johnson kicking? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes, and Bullet Train and hundreds of other things. Tenet. That would be good. I would like that. You would. I would have a hard time not seeing him as someone trying to be snarky. Same with Eggert. <laughs> yeah, um, that's not how you say his name. 1899 okay. was canceled by Netflix this week, and that's sad to me because I really liked the first season. But Star Wars The Bad Batch Season 2 premieres in like six hours. How are you Star yes. Wars nerds feeling about it? I'm very Fired excited. Up? I can't yeah. wait. Yeah, I'm happy for you. I, I think I'm about seven years away from getting caught up in all of the <laughs> animated Star Wars stuff I need to watch. So we're getting Star closer. Star Wars The Bad Batch. Stop doing this. I oh don't my know God. that is either. Uh, the final <laughs> season of Hunters of is coming. You. No one cares. Glass Onion is already one of the Netflix most watched movies ever. That's boring. Oh, let me ask you guys this. Uh, what is the most watched movie on Netflix, do you think? Currently? Ever? Or like this year? or Ever. Is it Netflix original? Netflix original. Um, apparently Red Notice is the uh, Netflix original movie that streamed the most hours. Really? Don't uh, don't look up is pretty close behind. Is Red uh, Notice but... with Jennifer Lawrence? Is that that movie? No. Oh my God! What is? How, what <laughs> do you turn, turn your volume off? Guys. First of all, you're killing me. <laughs> and then secondly, act like you've been here before. I go I out you've and seen a watch movie. something. Red Notice the is reason Ryan why Reynolds been... and The Rock. I got two new movies and one Gal new Gadot. TV show. I want to talk to you guys about. So I'm going to go quick. Number one, The Recruit on Netflix. It's lots of fun. It's worth the time. It's the guy who played Adam Smasher from Black Adam, but don't hold that against him like I did for the first episode and a half. Nathan Fillion's in it. It's great. It's a lot of fun. Really enjoying the recruit. Glass Onion. 
was super. I know I was entertained by Glass Onion. I called the twist in Glass Onion. How quick Crawford? I texted you. I was like, it was like thirty minutes into the movie. No, you. you but then you backtracked it, and you. Were I like, did. I backtracked it for a second, and then and I went. Like, oh no, I was so wrong. And then yeah, at the end, you're, you're like, like oh, right. well, I called it. It's Always like, well, trust you, myself. You could have just said any. You could have said every name in the thing, and which then twist? Like, I called it. Twist of like who it was. Okay, but like the, it, that was a valid question because there was like three twists in that movie. So, um, and then I went out and saw Babylon um, by myself. <laughs> wow! And I have got, I've got things I want to talk to you guys about. It is like it's like uh, the Great Gatsby yep. meets the Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, in all of the best and worst ways. Oh. Mm. If you did, I didn't know what this movie was about. I just knew it was like around in Hollywood, early times Hollywoods. Um, but it's like the 1920s and 1930s transition from silent film to talkies, and how the actors and directors and studios had to like figure out how to make this switch was really interesting. There's one scene that has to last for at least like 15 minutes, and it's where they show filming one single scene with one actress and delivering one line, and how because of the way the microphones were set up when they moved to a sound stage and one takes somebody's uh, somebody's steel-toed boots are making too much noise in the back and one of the takes somebody's uh, got like a humming microphone somewhere and like one of the takes she's like sweating too much. It was really, really great. It was a really cool depiction of the early days of Hollywood and figuring out how to do sound in movies instead of just... Because they, they showed it in like the early 20s how they could just go to the desert, put a backdrop up and film 15 movies at the same time because mm -hmm. no one cared. They were gonna, no one even knew what the dialogue was yet. They just knew they wanted to film something that looked cool. Um, so that was really, really cool. And I think the first two hours of the movie, I was like, this is the best movie of the year. Like, I'm enjoying the heck out of this. It was so much fun. And then Tobey Maguire shows up. And the next hour <laughs> is a weird acid trip that I did not enjoy at all. It made me drop it to like the bottom third of the movies I've seen this year. Okay. It makes no sense either. Yeah, it, it took the sharpest left turn of any movie I've sat through to this date of being like, I'm having so much fun. This is so great. Oh my gosh, why did you do this to me? Why did you make <laughs> me sit through this last hour? So if I was rating this movie, the first two thirds of the movie, it's in the top five of the year. The last third of the movie is the is terrible and I wish I had never seen it and I'm scarred because of it. I don't ever want to watch it again. So I think, yeah, that, I, I don't know. It was pretty rough. I think we call that the La La Land effect. Was, was this go. movie made by J.J. Abrams? No, the guy who made La La Land. Uh, no, Damien I just mean the guy Chazelle. who can't land, land a movie. Yeah, I'm sure I didn't say his last name right. But it was beautifully shot. It was just, it took the weirdest turn and it was not good. It was a bad, it was a bad. I've never done acid before, but I feel like if I, if I had ever done it, I think that's what it would feel like. Um, mm -hmm. The last 30 minutes of that movie it was just a strange trip that I did not enjoy in the slightest. And if you've done acid at home and have also watched Babylon, write in and tell us if you agree with Kyle. Nice segue. Drew with the you, what have you been watching, man? Yes, I've got one also large thing to add to the podcast of now streaming, and that is Avatar Way of Water. Hmm. And guys, it was a pretty good film. Just a solid movie. I know my co-hosts have made it a point that they're not going to give any more money to James Cameron. Um, but spoiler alert, I don't think he needs it, guys. So I don't think he you're making a mistake. I won't be a part of it. Think you he, are. he asked the world. He was like, if it's not in the top four grossing all time, I'm not going to break even. He basically yeah. was like pandering to the globe of like, please, please don't make me be poor. 
Twitter has made yeah. me really not want to watch that movie because, like, it has been, like for all of like the, like the cinema fans that are like, uh-huh. you know, blockbuster movies are terrible and they can't be like legitimate art pieces. They're like, see, like you know, you don't need some massive PR campaign and like you know internet theories and blah blah blah. And I was like, guys, this is the same thing. Like this it's is the exact same thing. It's the exact same thing as a Marvel movie. It's just that there's no comic book that's associated. If Avatar with it. is art, but but Avengers four is a trip to Disney World. Okay, have any of you three BS seen Martin the movie? Scorsese. What? No, have, no. Have any three of y'all seen the movie? Nope. Mm, I would, tough. I would, I would assume that it's actually tough for who? I didn't waste three hours. I did. I wasted three hours on Babylon. Yeah, I, I, I actually think it's probably a legitimately good movie, and that like it's probably yeah. like really pretty, and it's just you would be Twitter correct. Is, Twitter is I also, not, uh, not done any favors in my mind for me. Yeah, I, I totally understand that. If if you're if you're uh, upset with the movie because everybody's like, you know, taking it to arms of like, uh, like I, I get what you're saying as far as Twitter making turning you off, but if your only thing is like. The Avatar movies are so expensive. I don't want to give him any more money. I mean, I think that's pretty petty, and you just need to get over yourself and go enjoy. If snobby people are allowed to poo-poo the Avengers, and I'm allowed to poo-poo Avatar. I'm glad. <laughs> did, I'm glad you liked it. Yeah. No, I did. Um, it was really great. It was like a Planet Earth movie, but not on Planet Earth. Uh, so a Planet Pandora uh, documentary, kind of, just short of a David Attenborough narrator with uh, an okay story tagged along with it. Um, it was pretty much just a, I don't want to fight, but the movie is going to make me fight. So luckily I'm the best fighter type story in a really cool, beautiful planet. Uh, and the technology is really incredible. It really was the a, a fun experience. We went and saw it in the D-Box. So it was like a roller coaster ride. Uh, cool. And I don't know if, if that uh, added to the experience. I do think if you watch this movie at home, if you wait for it to come to like a streaming website, which it probably never will, um, I don't think you're going to like it. I think it's going to be pretty boring. But going to the theaters and watching an IMAX and 3D and all of that stuff, it really was a fun time. So I would recommend going out and seeing it because if you don't go out and see it, I doubt you ever, will ever enjoy it. Uh, but I think you should see it. There's going to be like seven of these movies because James Cameron cannot miss. So that's my recommendation. Unless Kyle made it seem like he's coming out with a movie that doesn't, hasn't done so well. So I, I may retract that later. <laughs> Crawford, uh, what have you been watching? No, just Avatar. Not good. I I do know for a fact that I'm probably going to be subjected to having to go see the Titanic in theaters when that gets re-released <laughs> in February. Yeah. And I'm not excited about that. But it's going to happen. Go see James in the Deep Box. James did some movie about uh, guys trapped in caves in 2011 that, that did not do good. Terminator uh, Genesis? No, it's not that one. But you sure? I'm pretty sure. Will, what, you want to tell us what you've been watching? I watched Glass Onion, and then I was like, "This is good." And then I immediately rewatched Knives Out after it, and I was like, "This is much better than Glass Onion was." So, oh really? Yeah, I think I liked Glass Onion better. Oh really? I I yeah. my biggest issue with Glass Onion was I didn't think that like the cast clicked very well. It felt a hmm. lot more like look famous people are in this movie versus yeah. like a really the whole good point was they're supposed job. to be at each other's throats so that makes sense yeah and i just didn't feel like 
I, I, it, it didn't feel like they, there was actually much tension there, like in my mind, like it just got kind of was like, felt like everyone was existing on an Island of like, Hey, like we're here anyways. So I saw that, but it was fun. I did enjoy it. Um, and then I watched Wednesday on Netflix and it was fantastic. I absolutely really? loved it. Yes, it was. Um, now by no means was it like, like, wow, what a compelling story and like <laughs> amazing. It was just like sticky fun, um, and very bingeable. So that's what I liked about it. Um, and, uh, the casting in that was actually excellent. I thought the, uh, I thought they kind of hit all of the Adams family casting on the nose. Um, the Fred Armisen, um, being uncle Fester was great. Like, I think if you have any sort of like, like nostalgic ties to Adam's family, um, either the movies or cartoons or whatever, like it, it hits very well. Um, and it kind of unveils this like broader universe, kind of like a Harry Potter type universe where all of these people have these like weird mythical powers. And, um, so that's all interesting too. Um, and it's a very compelling mystery on top of all that. So I, Hmm. um, yeah, I enjoyed that very much. It's a mystery. That's good to know. Because I was like, I don't it's, understand the is, point of this show. It is a mystery. Um, so um, she is trying to like uncover this like case of a monster that is killing people. Um, <clears throat> and it's definitely intended, it's meant to be kind of like scary for kids. Um, but it's not, you know, like some of the CGI for the like monster, you're like, LOL, that's funny looking. Um <laughs> So, but if you can get past kind of like kitty stickiness every once in a while, then it's actually super worth it. Um, I came home and my wife was watching it and I was like, I don't want to watch this. And then like five minutes in, I was like, I'm sorry, what's happening? I'm interested. <laughs> um, so I did that. I rewatched Invincible um, for the first time show. since the, it came the, out. The TV show or the movie with not the movie, Mark Wahlberg, Marky Mark, Mark, Mark playing <laughs> the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagle. Uh, no, the TV show. Uh, because they're expected to be announcing season two um, in the next month. And so rewatching that rewoke my comic book fascination. And so I've also been, this counts because, you know, it's 2023 now. So I've been watching a bunch of comic book YouTube um, <laughs> theories and histories and things like that. So um, there's a channel called Key Issues that's pretty interesting and they cover just like everything. So I've been watching. Is it more interesting than you just made it sound? Or is it about like that amount of interesting? I mean, like, it's great (laughs) if you're like in bed, like that's when you watch YouTube. You're like, I just found this YouTube channel and it's like, whatever I found it, it's here. Well, I figured like you're really fired up about it. Yeah. I feel like nobody else is going to be like, oh, interesting. What YouTube channel? Well, you've got to sell us on it. Now (laughs) I might get interested. (laughs) Well, I don't don't know. I mean, it's one of those where like, you're not very interested. Sell me this pen. Drew tried to sell us on Avatar Way of Water and we all were like, (laughs) so she's not interested. I saw how sales pitches go. So no, it's good. It's really. He just tried to shame us into wanting to see it. That didn't work out. If you like, if you like comic books. I think YouTube period is a great place to um, like get broad, like consumption of like interesting storylines and oh, cool. um, figure out like, cause I've been reading a lot of graphic novels too. So um, Crawford, what about you? Uh, so I have not been very interested in the college football bowls season uh, this year. And why is that? 
Just none of them mattered, and Baylor sucked. And Baylor versus Air Force didn't get you going. Uh, you know what? It didn't in like the six degree weather or whatever. In the, yeah, yeah. No, out in I, Fort Worth could have been was great. Not not very excited about it. But no, in general, I just wasn't very captivated uh, until a lot of the big games happened on New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, and man, were they awesome! And they delivered. Yeah. Every single one of them was a nail biter. Uh, so that had me glued to the television for several days in a row. Um, but as far as streaming, uh, I did watch Jack Ryan season three, which is on Amazon prime and it is very good. Um, I really liked season one. I thought season two was okay. Uh, I thought parts of it were good and parts of it. I was like, that's really unbelievable. Even for a spy show, uh, where I'm suspending some belief anyway. Season three, I thought was really, really good. Um, it was kind of a return to what I would call classic Clancy. Um, it There's a lot of geopolitical maneuvering going on. Um, it's not just like action, shoot, shoot, kill, kill all the mm. time. There's a, just a lot of people scheming in rooms and talking and putting plans in motion. And then also sometimes guns and violence and action. Mm. Uh, but the dialogue is really good. The story is really intriguing. It takes a couple of twists in there that you're like, oh, I didn't see that one coming. John Krasinski's character as Jack Ryan is just really, really captivating. Uh, Wendell Pierce's character is really good, too. And I really enjoyed it. I watched the first two episodes one night and then like the next four the next night. So I I knocked them out pretty quickly. Uh, I think they're very, very captivating. So I would highly recommend Jack Ryan seasons one, watch two for context, and three on Amazon Prime. I haven't delved into season two yet. I'm nervous. There's it, probably a YouTube recap that you could just watch. It's good. I think it's worth it. Um, I'm. It's not the best ever, but I I had fun. Uh, I think season three was really good, though. Okay, cool. Is his boss, is that guy back? Yes, that's Wendell Pierce. Yeah, I didn't love him. Didn't love him in the first season. Didn't think he was very good. Is he a lot in the second season? Do I just have to get over that? He's great. He's great the whole time. Really? Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a shot. Um, No Crawford Corner this week? Nope. It's Crawford's Corner. Oh, the... uh... That's where I talk about uh, trailers. (laughs) Oh, guys, have you seen the... Have you already talked about the Oppenheimer trailer? No. I have a Crawford's Corner for you Baker's Corner. Have you guys seen the Oppenheimer trailer? Because I've watched it like six times. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty, pretty cool. cool. Looks pretty good. I don't know if that's what happens stuff. in Crawford's Corner, but man, you should watch that. <laughs> that's pretty much it. No, yeah, that's pretty <laughs> what, much it. What do you think is going to happen in it? I think that they're going to blow something up. At no. what point, how do you think that Christopher Nolan's going to make this about time? In, in what way? Is that a that cat? That wasn't me. Just to be clear, it was not me. <laughs> oh, we have a ghost in the house, though. <laughs> that was just gravity. That was just physics doing something. Oh, ghost There's cat. more. Um, no, seriously, how do you think Christopher Nolan's going to make this movie about time? Christopher Nolan's the man that hates time. Every... I'm just going to tell it non-linearly. Uh, I don't know, but apparently he did like make a miniature nuclear bomb to film it, so that's pretty wild. Is there going to be like a, count, like a countdown like, that's like going on the whole time of like the, the nuclear oh, bomb man. is counting down? And that, and sure just, a tw- just a and, 24 and just, counter the It's just building time. the tension. That'll just make me anxious the whole movie. While we've got our good buddy Baker here, uh, we're going to tease our next episode. 
You know when you're growing up and you're gonna throw like a party or like a sleepover, we're talking like you know, 12, 13, 14, have some buddies over, we're gonna watch a bunch of movies and eat a bunch of popcorn and stay up until like six in the morning watching movies. That's what we're doing on the next episode of Not The Podcast You Deserve. We're doing a draft of all of the movies from 2022 to create the perfect movie watching party next on Not The Podcast You Deserve. And I won't be on that episode. Why? Just stay. I will. I saw two movies this year that were new. You can draft four YouTube videos to show us 